and we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I feel weird doing it in person again. Mm-hmm. But we are back with Itaewon Class, episodes three and four. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about the drama? Um, I liked episode three a lot more than episode four. I felt really? like episode four was a little boring. Mm. I don't know. Um, overall, though, I think the story is good and interesting. So, Yeah, I think the characters are really intriguing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see where everything goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess let's just jump into it. Or do we have any other news or business we want to address? Uh, not really. I guess you could do all the usual at the junk end. at the end. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So do you want to start episode three? Sure. Um, Sayori has finally opened his pub named Danbaum. Danbaum? I think it's Danbaum. Danbaum? I think so. <laughs> um, and we're introduced to the girl who was in the therapist's op- office at the very beginning of episode one. Mm-hmm. And her name is Jo Yi-so. Mm-hmm. And she's half badass and you say half a terrible person, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a social media influencer and she's really, really good at everything. Very smart, creative. She can do basically everything. Mm-hmm. And her friend who's kind of going over her whole deal calls her a sociopath. And um, we see her call out a bully at school. Similar to Sayori, but in a different way, not picking a fight, but yeah. kind of ruining their life, similar to what we see on social media today. Uh-huh. Um, so she calls out the bully at the school, um, and she's also a bitch also to Sayori when he tries to help her out, um, which, again, is also similar to What's-Your-Face. Sua. Yeah, in the beginning of episode one when she pushed that guy. Yeah, because he, person. like, doesn't mind his own business. Yeah. But and she called him nosy mm-hmm. and lies to him and gets gets going out of his way. But obviously they cross paths again later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I she is I think an interesting character because at the beginning she I don't know she is one of those people that I think is like cool because she doesn't really mm-hmm. give a fuck about anything. But in the same way, she doesn't, like, really give a fuck about anything. So she doesn't care if she messes up people's yeah, lives, lives or, to get what she wants. Yeah. Or, like, is it afraid to use people, which, mm-hmm. not great. But, I mean, we'll see how she grows, I guess, throughout yeah. the series. Because she's also, at this point, only, like, 18, 19 or something. Mm-hmm. So she's still very young. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> um, back at... Jeng, Jenga? I think Jang. 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 We see Jang Goon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I call him just Goon. I forgot. Um, and he's not doing very good. He tries to pitch an idea for a dating app that's kind of like, it's like a restaurant slash dating location is what he wants to do. Yeah, it's like a dating app, but specifically only for their restaurant. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. No, it it's not a good idea. Yeah. Um, but every, everyone shuts him down, and President Jong slaps him in front of everyone and just kind of belittles him. Mm-hmm. It's really embarrassing for this, like, 28, 29-year-old to get slapped in the face by his dad. Like, in front of a 
all these executives. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's also kind of embarrassing for fucking the president. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's not a good to, look for him to either. have that kind of behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he does it in front of everyone. People are kind of shocked. Some people aren't so shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and Suwal looks super smart with her reasoning as to why she doesn't think it's a good idea before he gets slapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and President Zhang then decides to make her the manager of the Itaewon location to help sales. Mm-hmm. Goon approaches Suwa and confronts her about the meeting and tells her she'll need to pick a side since his dad probably doesn't have too many years left at the company. And she's kind of just like, are you sure you're inheriting it? Mm-hmm. And then he has this look of like, wait, what? What, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of threatening, too, mm-hmm. in like a better stick with me. Or else. Yeah, because he's, he's like, my dad only has like, what, five years, ten years? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be running this place soon, and you, you don't want to be on my bad side. Like, ugh. He's such a... He's such a creep. And mm-hmm. I um, I think it's interesting. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but, um, yeah, one, he's a creep. Two, it's interesting that, like, he's gotten, he's become this old and he still has feelings for her. But the way his tactics haven't changed. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not impressed by your quote unquote power yeah. or influence. She wasn't back in high school she's still not now especially now that she's like accomplished in her own right and you're still gonna try to like belittle her and Mm -hmm. bully her into like being with you yeah how about you try to be a nice person yeah he really hasn't grown no and he doesn't seem to have any sort of empathy towards other people no or i don't know like it's all kind of just like, I'm a rich guy. I get what I want. Dad embarrasses me. Mm-hmm. And then I still get to be a shithead and do it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't learn from even getting slapped in the face. He doesn't. I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's not great. President Jong, after this, like, terrible meeting, mm-hmm. <laughs> seems concerned about who his heir will be because he's like, Gunwon not looking great mm-hmm. and he has his quote bastard son so he's looking at this picture and then we cut to his younger son Jang Gun Su who is the friend mm-hmm. of Joe Yi So so this whole world is like kind of connected yeah naturally of course <laughs> uh, Gun Su meets with Joe Yi So at a bridge after seeing her post about it on social media <laughs> and she invites herself to go clubbing with him It's so funny because, like, he went to the... Like, she didn't invite him to the Mm -hmm. bridge. He just was like, oh, she's there. So he's like, I guess I'll stop by. Yeah. But then seems, like, all annoyed that she invites herself to go clubbing. Which I think he's, like, half annoyed, half, like, pleased. Excited. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah. So they go clubbing, but he's driving, like, a little moped scooter thing. And on the way, she is flung from said scooter when he tries to, like... Abrupt, stopped stopped abruptly if, to avoid hitting a little kid and yeah she flies off the scooter and lands on Seiroi I realized that I had spelled it wrong the last episode I hmm. was spelling it Seiyori instead uh, of Seiroi I think I'm still saying it wrong <laughs> I don't know it's hard the Seiroi Seiroi okay it's I feel like the sounds get caught up in my yeah. mouth. So, 
Seroi. Because uh, yeah, I was like, I was reading, um, I was reading the names and I was like, wait, what? Did they spell that wrong? <laughs> I was like, nope, I, I just spelled it wrong. Okay, so yeah, Seroi. Uh, she lands on Seroi, who is in a mascot outfit trying to promote his restaurant. And they briefly recognize her, recognize each other, but then uh, Seroi passes out because mm-hmm. he's like fucking exhausted and just hit his head on fucking concrete. Her flying in the air scene was so ridiculous. Looking. Yeah, it was so long, similar <laughs> to the um, the car accident that just kind of went on forever with the rolling. Oh yeah, it was her like flying in the air for so. And she was long. like, "Screw you!" And, and the camera's like going to all these different people uh-huh. and all their different reactions. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, in between, we get a quick scene of President Zhang being creepy and intimidating Sua. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically calls her in and admits that Gunwan was the one who killed Seiroi's dad and confronts her about Seiroi's pub and ask, asks which side she would pick if she had to. And one, fucking weird and creepy mm-hmm. and awful for her. Mm-hmm. Two, fucking sucks because she ultimately says she's loyal to Janga. And I'm yeah, like, and there's, girl. There's stuff that happens later on in this episode mm-hmm. where I'm just like, See, I had bad vibes about her mm-hmm. last episode with her, like, ultimately deciding to take his money. Yeah. And I thought that was, like, really uncomfortable, even though, like, she didn't really have any money. But it's, like, this guy's dad didn't have any money either. And he, like, put money aside for you. Yeah. And then she, I don't know, it's just, it's all kind of fucked up. And it her is. response there made me kind of cringe and then later on even more so with her behavior and like where her loyalties stand and I know she hasn't seen this guy really in years but it's like but it's not even really about him it's about his fucking dad well that but also like you know he's a shitty person Mm -hmm. like he just told you I helped my son get away with manslaughter yeah and you're still for someone okay that you liked with, and trusted. Yeah, and, but even if it, even if she didn't know that know. person, like you know that that guy, yeah, is a shitty person. So, and I get it. Like maybe you don't say uh, no, fuck you in the meeting. Yeah, but then to me, I'm like, I might be looking for other jobs. Mm-hmm. But uh, but see, and this is the thing. Like, I'm sure she didn't know this as uh, like like you said, like, 18-year-old, 19-year-old when mm-hmm. she first accepts his money. But, like, it, he almost seems like a gangster, like a mobster. Yeah. Like, once you're kind of in his clutches, it seems super hard to get out. Because, yeah, like, what if she leaves and tries to find a new job and then he, like, blacklists mm-hmm. her. Yeah, he has all these connections. Yeah, can't find anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that's the reason why you don't... Mess with people like that. Yeah. And get involved. Yeah, and I mean, she's known it forever that his son killed him yeah and she's known forever that he covered it up like who else would it have been you know how else would he have gotten out of all that like it's obvious Mm -hmm. what happened in that situation the kid who gets away with everything got away with murder Mm -hmm. because of daddy yeah and he's like he's like you look so shocked like Mm -hmm. when when he finally says it yeah, yeah says it whatever point blank she's like ooh. Mm-hmm. And I guess that she probably just hasn't confronted that within mm-hmm. herself for a while. I never, like, expected him to actually say that. Yeah. Admit that to anyone. Yeah. 
Um, we go back to Seiroi, and he's in the hospital with Gunsu mm-hmm. and Yiso. Uh, Gunsu seems like a very nice kid and very apologetic, and he's saying that he's going to pay for his hospital bill, which probably isn't that much in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he says he'll also reimburse him for the mascot costume because it was ruined. They had to, like, cut it open to get it out of it. Yiso gives Seiroi advice about how to promote his business after she makes fun of him for passing out flyers because she says it's super old-fashioned and it's mm-hmm. not how things are promoted these days. And he tells them to visit his pub if they feel sorry. Mm-hmm. And he, like, kicks his little f- legs over the bed and sticks his patas in those big mascot <laughs> shoes. And it just looks so funny. Was, I thought that was so funny. Just these big-ass little brown, like, I don't even know what he was. A chipmunk? What was he? I don't... I was reading online because I was also trying to figure that out. Because um, I read that he could... It was, like, maybe a bear or a chestnut or... I don't know. He was something brown. He kind of looked like a little chipmunk to me. <laughs> yeah, or a chipmunk. Because, so, it's confusing. I think, like, there are a lot of homonyms in the Korean language. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the translation of the bar's name, which we'll get into later, is Sweet Night. But I think there's, like, homonyms for it sounding like chestnut. Mm-hmm. It could be wrong, but this is just, like, what I've read online. Uh-huh. So, if you know what he was, please let us know, because I... Yeah, he didn't look like a bear to me. Yeah. I did not get bear from it. So, but squirrel or chipmunk makes mm-hmm. sense, because they eat mm-hmm. those. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was cute. Mm-hmm. They were funny looking the at the very are, list. The shoes are funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gunsu and Yiso go clubbing, and then we get a flashback of her being a little sociopath, mm-hmm. and her mom is encouraging her to be cutthroat since she is, quote, special and can be the best at everything. Then we also see Gunsu has a crush on Yiso. He's admitting it to a friend of his. And he's like, I think I just realized after like, seeing... shit, dude. Yeah. fucking, like, creeped on her Instagram <laughs> and then went to the location she was at, like... Pretty yeah. sure you like her. Also, her that flashback of her pushing. pushing. <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. Uh-huh. She really wanted to win. Yeah, and I love how all the parents are like, who's that girl? Who's <laughs> that girl? <laughs> oh, God. Um, I just think it's like, this is a tangent, but I just think it's weird when parents are like watching a group of you know, their kids mm-hmm. do some sort of activity and then parents start talking about other kids. Yeah. I just find that so weird. I don't know why. Like, when I was little and I was in gymnastics, um, I was, like, very modest and I wanted to wear, like, underwear under my leotard mm-hmm. because, yeah, I was very modest. <laughs> and so, uh, like, my mom said that the other parents would, like, laugh at me, which I didn't know when I was a kid. And they were like, whose daughter is that? And my mom would be like, she's mine. But I'm like, why are, why are other parents talking shit about, like, a four-year-old? Wearing underwear under their leotard? <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. So, I mean, I get it. Like, if I was the parent of the kid who got pushed by a little sociopath, I'd be like... What the fuck? Whose little <laughs> asshole is that? Yeah. But all the other parents are like, oh my god, did you see that? Did you see that? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't she know. Pushed her. I don't know what I would do because I'm not a parent, but mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny seeing, just seeing adults talk about kids yeah. like that. I don't know why. 
that just amuses me. And, like, his friend is kind of a creep. Yeah. Because he's like, basically, are you hitting that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And he was like, mind okay. if I do? <laughs> and he seems older, too. I don't know yeah. how much older, but he's definitely old enough to, like, drink and apparently be living alone, it seems. Yeah. And, I mean, the kid calls him young, which is, like, mm-hmm. what you call an older friend mm-hmm. or brother. So, yeah, he's definitely older, but we're not sure how much. Yeah. Um, he definitely looks more mature. Yeah, definitely. And I'm... I'm un- it's unclear to me, and I guess we'll get to that later, but if Gunsu is of age. Mm-hmm. Because clearly Yuso isn't. Yeah. But I can't figure out if he is or not. It's either that he has a really good fake ID or, well, he must be underage because he goes to the police station also. His yeah. friend is not who is of age. Yeah. And that's why. But then, like, why would he agree face? to go clubbing? I guess because maybe he has a fake ID. He has, like, a really good fake ID, I uh, guess. Unlike hers, that's, like, obviously a completely not different. Her, and she doesn't even have anything, like, memorized and, like, doesn't uh-huh. tell her friends what they need to know. Yeah, that was poor planning. Yeah. Um,. So, the crew at Donbam isn't doing so hot. <laughs> they try to feed a neighborhood stray cat, <laughs> but it won't eat their food. Um, that cat's really cute, by mm-hmm. the way. Um, Hyun Yi blames Sun Kwan for being too scary. <laughs> and Sun Kwan says Hyun Yi's food is bad, that the cat doesn't even want to eat it. And Seori is like, or Seori, God. Seori's <laughs> just like, Fuck, our business is not doing well. Yeah. Rough start. Yeah. So, after the clubbing, the kid... I sounded like such a hello, fellow young people. <laughs> after the clubbing, the kids try to go to the Jenga bar. Um, and Gunsu is, like, uncomfortable because, obviously, like, mm-hmm. his dad owns it. And he doesn't seem to be on good terms with his yeah. yeah. Probably because he's the bastard child who's yeah, living in a shitty apartment study room thing. He doesn't seem to talk to the, his dad. Yeah. Um, and Yiso pushes going into there, even though she can tell, like, that Gunsu is uncomfortable. And I was wondering if it's because she knows that mm-hmm. he is related to mm-hmm. them. You, she was just being an asshole. Or, or if she, like, just likes to make him uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm... I don't know how much she knows about yeah. him. Um, but they get kicked out because Sua is like, those are underage kids. And she knows how to, like, I guess, figure out how mm-hmm. that the ID is fake. Because Yiso is, like, a little sociopath. And she knows how to, like, charm her way into, like, making people believe her fake ID. Or, quote, unquote, believe. Yeah, I like how she's just like, oh, I look so different, right? This is before my plastic surgery. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Other side note, there was, like, a really funny um, episode of Running Man where a bunch of, like, the crew and a bunch of guests travel abroad and, like, half of the crew goes to, I think, Switzerland mm-hmm. and another part of the crew goes to uh, the U.K., but this one uh, singer is with them, and she they're at customs, and I guess, like, the guy in Switzerland was, like, looking at her passport picture, and, like, she looked different because mm-hmm. she had plastic surgery, and she said, like, in English, she was just like, upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, God. She's, that, that girl's really funny. She's, like, 
on Running Man a lot, but I was just like, oh my god, just like super shameless, like <laughs> upgrade. Um, so yeah, so they get kicked out of Chenga Bar, and they're like, bummer, where should we go? And Yusuo's like, we should go to Down Bomb because she likes to s- stir shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, Asayori uh, leaves the bar to walk around the neighborhood. He tells Sun Kwan to check their IDs because they like briefly cross paths. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sun Kwan can tell that Yuso has a fake ID, but serves them anyway because he knows they need the money. Yeah, he kind of gets a flashback of Sayori like talking about how they don't have any customers and how poorly they're doing and how mm-hmm. they're not going to make it. And he kind of has this moment of like, the angel and the devil it's like what do I do mm-hmm. and he ultimately decides like I'll just let him stay it's fine yeah no big deal because like I think in his head and this is how I would probably think like they're a tiny ass bar like what are the chances of yeah shit hitting the fan they're like, a tiny bar with mm-hmm. nobody ever going in there it's not mm-hmm. gonna be a big deal they'll mm-hmm. be here for a while spend some money then they'll leave mm-hmm. um Sayori runs into Suwa on his walk and they make plans to meet up later but she sees the same underage kids from her place now at his bar. And when he leaves, she decides, like, oh, okay, I guess I'll call the police on them. Yeah, like, she has a moment of, like, should I, should I not? But Yeah, she, she like, says something, through. like, yeah, I definitely have changed or something. Because he says something, like, you haven't changed a bit. Mm-hmm. And then when she's on her own, she kind of tells herself, like, yeah, I have changed. It's like, man, you're really shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy didn't have any money. You know his place, like, fucking sucks. Yeah. As someone who works in restaurants and bars and stuff and knows how to, like, make a place succeed, you know it's shit right now. Yeah, but may I... The only thing that, like, I could think of is that she knows that Seri is, like... Determined. Yeah, and if she... Maybe, maybe her thought is if she doesn't nip it in the bud, like, he could... Mm-hmm. you know, make it work somehow. And then she'll have to, like, really take sides. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not liking her. No, no, no. I, I'm finding her to be a shitty person, like, a little bit more and more each time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> each episode. Um, inside the bar, a fight breaks out between Gunsu's friend and Sung Kwan. Gunsu's friend is really shitty as a drunk. Yeah. He's not a fun drunk. He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, and he tells Sun Quan that he needs, um, that they need some more soju. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what he calls him. He calls him part-timer. Part-timer, that's right. And he keeps calling them, calling him that. And Sun Quan looks very uncomfortable. But he decides to suck it up and get them what they need. And mm-hmm. Seroi is like, no. Is that your name? Yeah. Don't listen to him. And then, like fucking craziness ensues and fighting begins and it's just a goddamn mess. Like, Sun has... I, I wonder if they call it, like, when you just, like, see red and, like, he, yeah. he just has blinders on and... Yeah, he... Issues. He loses it. This guy is, like, passed the fuck out. Uh-huh. He got hit. He's drunk. He's a mess. He's, like, sitting on the ground. And that guy gets, like, a whole pot of, like, super hot soup and pours it on him. And I like how that whole time, um, what's her name, Iso, is just, like, watching. She's just like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> These people like, are crazier than me. <laughs> she's like fucking psycho. Uh-huh. Yeah. Insane. So the only thing that calms Sun Kwan down is when Hyun Yi, like, starts to yell at him. 
because yeah. uh, Seo tried to like calm him down, mm-hmm. but he like flipped him, mm-hmm. and so he was kind of out of commission. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, Hyunyi's like voice. I guess because she calls him, like, I guess she says, see, I told you he wouldn't change. Like, he's Mm -hmm. just a thug. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, fuck. I guess. Um, So the police arrive because after after everyone slightly calms down, Serui's like, call the cops. Like, we'll take care of it. But then they show up and they're like, what? Um, And so they're like, what happened here? And... Seiroi's like, oh, we had an altercation, like, whatever, let's figure it out. But they're like, actually, we're here because we got a tip of some underage minors. And, it like, the camera just pans straight to Yiso, and everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> um, so they go to the police station, and is like, keeping his cool. He seems like... Just, like, a good dude, like, mm-hmm. respectful, like, you know, we fucked up, like, yeah. we'll accept the penalty, like, let's just get this stuff done. But Sun Kwan is throwing a fit, and he's basically saying, like, how unfair everything is and how they don't deserve it, and... They weren't the ones with underage cards, it was these people, yeah. like, why are you punishing us? Yeah, and he's like, no, we fucking, like, looked at their IDs and let them in anyway. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it's just one of those things where Gunsu, I think, is trying... Or not Gunsu. Uh, Sun Kwan is, feels guilty. So mm-hmm. he's just trying to, like, I guess, focus his guilt and blame on other people so he doesn't feel as guilty. But he's really the one that kind of fucked everything up. <laughs> yeah. So Gunsu feels really bad because he's a good person mm-hmm. and <laughs> has a conscience. And um, Seroyi is like, hey, just shut up. You're a minor. You can't take responsibility because you're a kid, mm-hmm. so let's just let us deal with it. Like, I get that you feel bad, but, you know, let's move on. So, uh, I think one of their secretaries or whatever calls Gunwan. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, pick up your little brother from the police station. And Gunwan is a fucking psycho. He's, he's nuts mm-hmm. in this scene, or I guess, oh, yeah. like, the coming scenes. So he shows up, and he's like, oh shit, it's Seroyi, and he uh, tries to be like, oh, it's my friend from high school, to the to the cops. And, and he's like, oh wait, but you didn't graduate, did you? Yeah. So we're not really, like, classmates. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so the police, I don't know if they just recognize him, or if, if he name drops himself, mm-hmm. I don't remember, but... Basically, they figure out who he is. And they're like, oh, well, if he's your friend, like, maybe we can just let him off with a warning. Mm-hmm. And then Seroyi is like, no, no, no. You know what? Like, I wanted to be a cop. And I couldn't because of some shit. So I wanted to be a police officer because I, I respect the law. And I, like, basically mm-hmm. respect, you know, order. And you're that easily swayed, like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Like, who is he that he has more power over mm-hmm. you guys who are here to serve and protect? Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't even want to yeah. get into police. No, <laughs> that's, I think that that whole scene is really, like, um, fitting. Yeah. 
with what's going on today. I think I think if someone were to just watch that scene, yeah, you'd be like, wow, okay, yeah, twenty twenty, yeah. <laughs> well, and it, again, it's of course it's not just twenty twenty. Like shit, like yeah. this has been happening for forever, but mm-hmm. we're just people are calling it out. Yeah. Um. So, Seiruji is like, hey. Fuck all y'all. Just basically he's like, send me the bill and I'm yeah. I'm out of here. Like, I'm done. So he storms out and Yiso follows him and she presses him and asks why he won't accept Gunwan's help. And she's like, You're a business owner. Like, I get that you're you have pride, but you need to like make compromises and like, you know, how could she know mm-hmm. all the terrible shit that he yeah. did? And obviously he doesn't want to just, like, tell this strange, shitty girl yeah. all of his business. So they're kind of, like, going back and forth. But then Gunwan enters the picture, and he's trying to provoke Seruyi. Yeah. And he he looks insane, because he's, like, laughing the whole time. Like, with a big grin on his face. And he admits all of the shit that went wrong in Seruyi's life is his fault, including the death of his father. And then Se- yeah, he kind of says it like, you think I'm the reason why you didn't graduate school. You think I'm the reason why mm-hmm. you went to prison. You think I'm the reason why your dad died. Oh, yeah, wait, that is that is true. It's so messed up. Yeah, and at that point, she's kind of like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Which is the lie she told him yeah. to get out of like him pressing her about what, what was going on with her and that older woman, yeah. that girl's mom or whatever, when she hit her. Uh-huh. And she's like, that person killed my dad or something, whatever the yeah. fuck she said. And then he kind of like freaked out yeah. and let her go. But now she's learning like, oh. That actually happened. Yeah, to yeah. him. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Um, so Seiruyi finally grabs Gunwan's wrist. And I think it's so funny, because as soon as uh, Seiruyi grabs Gunwan's wrist, he, like, gets scared mm-hmm. immediately. Because he's a little piece of shit that can't, like, fight his own battles. Exactly. He's got a huge fucking mouth. But uh-huh. when it comes down to it, like, he has nothing to back it up other than daddy's help. Exactly. And it's it's just like how when he went to the hospital, mm-hmm. and he's like, you can't even pretend that you're not guilty. Like, mm-hmm. you're already this scared like yeah it's the same thing um and so when Seiruyi grabs Gunwan's wrist he's like hey I've already endured the ship for nine years I can wait another six because I have a 15 year plan bitch <laughs> and then it's end of episode and I'm like What's a 15 year plan <laughs> yeah and I was like I love a plan I did I tell you like when I graduated from college I had a five year plan mm-hmm you did not tell me No, that. well, yeah, I, I like to make plans, and, like, nothing ever goes to plan, really. Like, yeah, I've made plenty of plans that have not gone Yeah, through. but when I, when I graduated from college, I was like, okay, I have a five-year plan, and if this happens, then I'll do this, and if this happens, then I'll do this, and blah, 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 and, like, my life totally went off, and I think, like, probably for the better, to be honest, but, yeah, I was like, when he said 15-year plan, I was like, That's oh, a long-ass plan. Do tell. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of that episode, I was like, oh, my God, I got to watch the next one. I was planning to watch the next one the next day. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, I'll watch now. Mm-hmm. And I was a little underwhelmed with episode four. I expected it to be, like, a little bit bigger. Okay. And it wasn't, like, as intense and crazy as I was kind of hoping it would be after that interaction. Yeah. But it was still good, and it was still, like, character development and yada, yada, whatever. Yeah, it's like, well, and I mean, it's hard because we're only in, like, the first four mm-hmm. episodes. 
but it's like, oh, we have like something to entice us, and then we yes. kind of have to like walk yeah, back exactly. to get more backstory. And yeah, then, I was like, really excited to like see what more was going to come between these two. Uh-huh. But I, I guess that just like makes us more excited for yeah. the next set. Um, episode four starts where three ends, so it's the last few exchanges of words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Gunwan is, of course, shaken by the news, and Seiroyi walks away. And Yiso is just super intrigued now of, like, who this person is and what the whole situation is, what the story is, yada yada. Mm-hmm. And Yiso and Goon are, Goonsu are punished at school the next day. And their punishment is just, like, running laps and writing a thing about, like, what An they apology do Yeah, like, yeah. stupid. Like, this really isn't a punishment for these two. Whatever. I think, like, apology letters are super big in Korea mm-hmm. because my mom was saying that uh, like, when the kids get in trouble, like, they always have to write an uh-huh. apology letter. And apparently, like, apologies are super important to them. Hmm. And the other person has to accept their apology for, like, things to move forward. Uh-huh. Because there was, like, a whole thing at my mom's school where a girl, like, these two, I think these two or three girls made up a rumor about another girl. Uh-huh. And, like, shit hit the fan because kids suck and the little the girl who was like wronged didn't accept their apologies and so like stuff kept escalating because oh she's like i don't think they're sorry oh god and i was Ooh. like wow and my mom was like yeah in america like i don't think they'd even make them write an apology letter they'd just mm-hmm. be like sorry yeah that and they turn away real quick <laughs> um yeah so gumsu still feels really guilty about everything that happened but Yiso is just cold and just says, whatever, that guy's full of himself. Mm-hmm. Then, back at... Tanbam. Tanbam. Um, Sun Quan literally beats himself up for what happened the night before. And he flashes back to when he first met Seroyi and how their lives played out once they were released from prison. So, after seven years, Hee-hoon... Mm-hmm who is the boss from before that we were like, oh, that guy looks like he's important and will make an appearance later. Mm-hmm. He passes by Seroyi's bar with his gang of goons, and that <laughs> includes Sun Quan. And Sun Quan ends up becoming a regular at the bar, and he admits to Seroyi that he's become a fan of his and wishes that he could live a proper life. And so basically what happened in prison was, like, when he first got there, they beat up Sun, Sun Quan. And during that time, Seiroyi was just reading the book by that guy, mm-hmm. the shithead dad. Uh-huh. And Sun Quan just didn't really like him and kind of got into an argument with him. And Seiroyi is like, you think your life is nothing. Like, you put no value in your life. But just because you're here doesn't mean, like, you're a piece of shit. Like, you can still do something. Yeah. And, and that's what I plan to do. Yeah, because he's like, don't just because you don't value your life doesn't mean mm-hmm. you shouldn't value mine. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go somewhere. I don't care if I'm here now. Like, I'm uh-huh. going to make it somewhere. And, like, those words, I guess, kind of stuck with him. And then later on, he saw, like, holy shit, he actually did do this thing, like, he said he was going to do. Yeah. And he kind of... I guess at that point, maybe wanted to put value in his own life, finally, mm-hmm. and decided, like, maybe I could be worth something. Yeah, because we see, like, he's not... He's just, yeah, being, like, a little goon, like you said, mm-hmm. like, getting into fights and, uh-huh. like, appears Joined to be... the gang after he gets out of prison. Yeah. Like, um, 
probably gambling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in front of the, the slots. Yep. Slots, slots, slots. Uh-huh. So Yuso searches Seiroi on social media, but can't find him or the bar. And she's like, you didn't fucking listen to me. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering how much time has passed. Yeah. But anyway, I guess it doesn't matter. Like, it does, it's not hard to create a social media account. No, you do that in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she decides to Google him, but not Google. That's just, like, Google the verb. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she sees articles confirming what she heard the night at the police station, that he was arrested for assault and blah, blah, blah. I guess that his dad died, maybe? Probably, yeah. Um, and Kunwan plays Paduk. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, with President Zhang at the office, which is, like, a game of strategy, I guess. Have you ever played that game? Mm-mm. I haven't either, but I think that game was in um, Knives Out. Hmm. Because that's, like, the game that, like, hits the floor. Oh, Do you remember that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering... I don't know. I mean, I'm probably never going to play it, but... It's I was probably just, a rich person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, it seems kind of like chess mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, da, da, da. Playing the game. Uh, Gumon suggests that President Chang watch out for Minjung, who is, like, the mm. friend. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we know her. She's, like, the mentor now of, of Sua. Sua. Mm-hmm. Um, so Minjung has been meeting with investors, and Gunwan is worried that she could be trying to take his place because, like, Technically, she could be an heir because she's the daughter of, like, the co-founder, I guess. Mm. Um, And President Chang dismisses his concerns and is like, hey, she's like a daughter to me. Back the fuck up. Like, I've got this stuff under control, basically. Mm -hmm. So, Gunhan pivots to talking about how Gunsu was actually at Seori's bar, Seori's bar, and he brags at how Seiroi's license has been suspended for a couple of months, and he likely won't survive that downtime. Um, and President Chang is like, interesting. And uh, Kunwan beats his dad at the game, and he's like super fucking proud of himself. Um, but President Zhang, after he leaves, is like, he's. He played a weak game. Mm-hmm. like, And then he tells the secretary to check up on what Gunsu is doing. Because it kind of seems like even though Gun Kwan thinks that he did well, and, like, on the service, I guess he kind of did, like, President Zhang still thinks that he's playing, he's being too short-sighted, mm-hmm. I guess. And technically, like, he didn't even get that guy's bar closed down it was was, yeah it was it was Sua and his younger brother and friend he was just there he was just there to get his brother he had nothing to do with it and honestly him being there and saying jokingly this is my friend being an asshole was going to save him from that happening like you honestly didn't do anything (laughs) that's true I didn't even think about it it was Seirori that was just like no you're not my friend like I'll go ahead and take it like Mm -hmm. it's fine you're not a friend of mine it's okay yeah he's He's a little shithead. Mm-hmm. He really is. <laughs> He's a little shithead that just bullshits the whole time. He really sucks. <laughs> um, so, Gunsu is a good kid and a very hard worker, but it seems like he might be laid off at his current job due to the increase in minimum wage. And he, like, overhears the owners kind of arguing and, like, mm-hmm. the wife is like, or the woman is like, you can't, you can't just cut him, like, 
he's working here. And he's like, doesn't matter. Like, we don't need college students. Like, yeah. this is too much money. And I think she calls him, like, cold-hearted or something. And he's just there, just, like, watching. Yeah, he's like, look. <laughs> um, Seroi and Hyunyi and Sung Kwan go out to Noraibang, thank you, mm-hmm. and have drinks. And Seroi tells Sung Kwan to stop apologizing and tells his crew to take this time to think about how they can improve the place. And his karaoke singing is very bad. Mm-hmm. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> Both of them are just like, God, please make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that again. Um, and then I think at some point here, he asks them, like, do you guys have social media? Uh-huh. Do you know how that works? And none of them are like, like, they're all like, no. Not really. I have, like, a thing. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing he says is, like, must be the equivalent of, like, MySpace or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. super outdated. Because yeah. Hyunmi is like, how old are you? <laughs> like, Oof. what the hell? Yeah. Uh, Min Jung meets with investors, like how Goonwon was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and they express concern about President Jung and Goonwoo. Because they're like, did you see what happened at the meeting? Like, Ooh. <laughs> that, that wasn't a good look for anybody. No. And they kind of parrot what Goonwoo was saying. Uh, because they're like, President Zhang doesn't have much time left. Like, what are we going to do? What his... They make it sound like he's dying. I know. <laughs> he seems, like, really lively in his hatred and shittiness, honestly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it seems like those things are keeping him thriving. Exactly. <laughs> um, he thrives in slapping his children. <laughs> he derives power from Yes, that. yes. He's taking the soul of his young children with every hit. Um, so she's like, hey, you don't know him. Like, Mm -hmm. he's doing fine. And, like, he probably wouldn't appreciate you talking about him like this. And so she basically just, like, shuts them up. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. But we can see, like... No one really likes President Zhang. Yeah. And people seem to like Min Zhang. Everyone's seeing that, like, a shift in power is bound to happen at some point. And it's just a matter of, like, who's going to get it. The woman that has been here forever and is level-headed and does a good job. Mm -hmm. Or the shitty son who's always getting in fights. Yeah. And murdered someone. (laughs) (laughs) Or the bastard son. Or the bastard son. No one seems to know about. Yeah, and he doesn't seem to care about his family or want anything to do with them. Like, it's just, it's... Ugh, that family is very problematic. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, Yiso starts some shit because she's already <laughs> bored with her success. Like, I think we flash forward a mm-hmm. little bit. It's the new year. I guess it's 2016 now because that's what the fireworks. Yeah, said. she's like 20 now at this point, right? Yeah. I just she's was, just about to turn 20. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, like, it. So, I. Because I thought it was, like, present day, but I guess. At this point in time in the show, it's only 2016. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll, like, flash yeah. forward even more. I guess going through his plan. Yeah, that makes his sense. 16-year, 15-year plan or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we get, a, like, a little voiceover saying, like, she got into all of the top universities. Like, she is on a good track, basically. Mm-hmm. She is, like, doing, quote-unquote, the right things. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's already bored. <laughs> and, I mean... I guess I kind of get that. Like, if you're only looking towards, like, mm-hmm. success and then you get it, like, then what? Yeah. But I'm like, find a hobby, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so she is still, like, obsessed with Seiroi, though. 
And she goes out drinking with her friends um, now that she's of age. And they, like, let some goober boys buy them food and drinks. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, it, like, during that part, she talks about, like, how she's really only friends with people if they can, like, help her in some mm-hmm. way. So, like, one of her friend's dads is, like, a chief prosecutor or, like, yeah. a judge or something like that. And then the other friend's dad, like, owns a clothing company. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I only befriend people if I can use them. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's a sociopath. Uh-huh. Um, Seroyi and Suwa go out, and they talk about their past. But Seroyi confirms that he still likes her, but that they're both focused on their jobs right now. And then it's kind of awkward, and he makes a comment, so, comment like, once my business goes well, you'll end up losing your job. Which was, like, a not good joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if he was trying to be, like, cute and funny and get a laugh out of that. But she did not laugh. Yeah, because he was like, I didn't mean it. And he, she was like, you never say things you don't actually mean. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, everyone in Yiso's group gets really wasted except for Yiso. And one of the other guys... Um, and one of the other guys. So she goes to leave... But he starts to follow her, and she tells him, like, she's totally not interested, and you can fuck off. You can continue hanging out with them. But just remember, at the end of the night, that one's dad is a prosecutor. So, good luck. Have yeah. fun. And she starts walking away, and he ignores her, and he keeps going after her. Um, and it's kind of like insults, whatever, back and forth. And he's like, why don't you, do you not like me or something? What don't you like? And she's like, I don't like your hair. I don't like your ears. I don't like your eyes. I don't like your clothes. She's like naming all this stupid shit. Like fucking ears. Um, and then at that point he gets really upset and he slaps her like really hard. Yeah. Cause she like throws money at him. Yeah. I forget. Oh, because I, I think he, like, he he was complaining about like buying them drinks and food. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Are you mad because you bought food and drinks and I'm not going to sleep with you? I'm not going to go with you or anything. Uh-huh. Like here's money. Goodbye. Yeah. He gets mad. He slaps her, and then she fights back and runs into a bathroom. She's trying to get away from him, uh-huh. and awkwardly, Seroyi is there at the stall. And he kind <laughs> the of urinal. Like, yeah, he looks at her like, Ugh. it's like this freeze frame moment. That would be like super uncomfortable. To yeah. Like, peeing yeah mid pee and someone just busts him um and then you have to like finish at that point you can't just like stop what you're doing Uh um but as she's there staring at him that guy runs in also and he's he kind of tries to play it off like oh this is my girlfriend and she's drunk or whatever like it's it's okay like we're fine Uh and she's just looking at him like no, uh-huh. I'm not your girlfriend. And he can right away see right through this. He He's a good guy. He mm-hmm. would have been a good guy cop. And mm-hmm. he, like, can just read the room and read people. Right. And so he ends up helping her out of the situation, and they have to run. So Seroyi yells at Suwa to run, too. And then the three of them are all running through the streets of Itaewon, and they're just running, running, running. It's a little running montage. Mm-hmm. Finally, they stop. And then Sua, Seroi, and Iso end up going to a cafe when Iso offers to buy coffee and help him promote his pub as a thank you for helping her. Mm-hmm. And Sua clearly is not a fan of her, and mm-hmm. she recognizes her as being the minor from that night. She kind of makes a comment at first, and he's like, oh, do you know each other? Yeah, he's like, why are, she's like, why are you helping her? Yeah. 
And then the wheels start to turn, like, yeah. for everybody. Yeah, he was just like, do you know her? Which is what he asked before uh-huh. when they were outside and whatever. Uh-huh. She saw them in there. And she's saying, like, no, I don't know. I don't yeah. know who the fuck this is. Yeah. Ugh. I think, like, Suha tries to play it off by saying, like, no, she's just, like, a, a little kid. Like, mm-hmm. why are you why trying are you, to be the yeah. good guy helping people you don't know or whatever? Mm-hmm. When that's, like not typically your thing. Yeah. But I feel like it is his thing of always helping people. Yeah. Anyone that needs it. Um, yeah. So at the coffee shop, um, like, tensions are kind of high. It's a little awkward. It is, because Seiruyi likes Sua. Mm-hmm. Sua is, like, Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> like, does she like him or doesn't she? No Who one the knows, knows what's going on in her head. And uh, Iso likes Seroyi. Or, again, kind of like question mark. She's intrigued. Yeah, intrigued. Mm -hmm. And she finds him fascinating, it seems. Yeah. So when Seroyi goes to, like, or say, what is it? It's Seroyi, yes. (laughs) (laughs) When Seroyi goes to, like, get the coffee, um, Iso and Suwa start talking about him. And they realize that, like, okay, so... Uh, Seiruyi likes Suwa, like, everyone's kind of on the same page as to, like, what's happening, but Yiso realizes that Suwa was the one who called the cops mm-hmm. on, um, about the minors, yeah. and Suwa's like, you can't handle him because, of, like, you don't even know what he's done, and Yiso's like, I know about the assault charges, like, <laughs> that just makes him even more interesting to me. And she's like, what? Yeah. And you still like him even after all that? And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Even more so for uh-huh. this crazy girl. Um, and so, again, like, they're just kind of going back and forth. And Sua seems, like, pretty possessive over Seiruyi. Mm-hmm. Like, she... It's it's one of those things where she doesn't know if she really likes him, but she doesn't want anyone else to have mm-hmm. him either. Yeah. And um, Yiso just kind of, like, keeps pushing her buttons about that. So when Seiruyi comes back with the coffee, Sua admits that she's the one who called the cops. And she's like, I hope you still like me. Like, I'm sorry, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I still like you. Uh, but he admits that she that he is disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I think he's like, yeah, I'm disappointed, but like... You probably have your reasons or whatever. Yeah. Whereas I'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> you did what? Yeah. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, after all my family did for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, like, Sua expected him to just be like, I understand. But I don't think she expected him to say he was disappointed in mm-hmm. her. Or, I don't know, she just feels uncomfortable at this point. So she gets up and leaves. And Seiroyi looks disappointed that she left. And so he's like, maybe we should just, like, all go home. Like, can you get home? He's talking to Iso. And she's like, no, we have to keep talking about your business. Like, let's keep drinking. And, again, she's, like, a little sociopath Mm -hmm. and knows, like, how to, like, reel him in. Yeah. Because, ultimately, at this point in his life, like, his number one priority is his business. So they go to another bar and they start drinking and, um, they, like, start talking about the business and stuff. All right. And then we have Sung Kwan and Hyun Yi have an awkward moment where Sung Kwan invites Hyun Yi to go to the sauna with him since he thinks Hyun Yi is a dude. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's just, like, this back and forth, like, awkward, uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, and he's, like, he makes a comment, like, oh, are you, um, are you insecure? And he, like, <laughs> looks at the down there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to go to the sauna with you. It's, yeah, it's awkward. Yeah. Um, Seroyi and Yisa talk about... Oh, I can't I say this name. Dan... Dan... I, I think it's Dan Bam. Dan Bam. I think if it's, like, an A by itself, it's, like, the ah sound. Okay. So. Dan Bam. Yeah. And how he chose the name, and that it means sweet night, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And he says he has had a bitter life, and he just wants it to be sweet. And I think she also says, like, that name sucks. It's not a good name. Yeah, like, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Seiroi ends up passing out drunk, and Yiso starts to have feelings for him um, and kisses him. Seiroi wakes up in the hospital again, and he freaks out. And he's like, oh, it was a dream. Yeah, he's like, that was bad. <laughs> um, Yiso and her mom talk about dating, and her mom's kind of weird and unusual. I think it's just her mom that she's with, not her dad. Yeah, because I think they talk about, like... They're a divorce or whatever. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, her mom tells her that she's too good and special to ruin her life for love. And Yiso calls her mom selfish and walks to the bridge from before. She flips a coin trying to decide how she should live her life, but it falls in the water. She decides to run to Danbam and she finds Seroyi. And as she finds Seroyi, she blurts out, I want to be with you. But then she clarifies that she wants to work there and help him achieve his dream. And in a voiceover, she vows to turn Seroyi into someone amazing. Mm-hmm. End of episode. End of, yeah. And if anyone can do it, it's probably her because she's crazy. Yeah. But also has really good ideas. Yes. I thought her her mom seems to be a problematic mm-hmm. figure also. And is probably a reason why she's the way she is. Like, she also seems like a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Because she... I mean, we didn't really talk about this, but... In the flashback to when she was a little kid, her mom was like, like, in, like, what a typical parent would do is like, hey, don't push yeah. people. She was like, people are just, I don't know if she says jealous, but she kind of, like, insinuates, like, you know, you are special and people are going to, like, be in your way. And, yes. like, don't pay attention to it. Like, you, you deserve these things because you're special. And, like, at the end of the day... Like, you're you're number one, and like they point to like her little like number one stamp or whatever mm-hmm. on her hand, and it's just like hi, and like they talk about like how her mom uh, fell in love with an ordinary man, <laughs> yeah, and she, the mom was like, I don't regret it because like we loved each other for a few years, and like love is nice, but yeah, like that part's done. Oh, it's she, over. I I really felt. <laughs> How she was like, yeah, I had you. And then, like, my skin started to sag. And everyone thought of me as a mother. Like, I only ever wanted to be mm-hmm. thought of as a woman. Mm-hmm. And then people started me thinking of me as a mother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's what happens. Yikes. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, do you have any predictions? Um, I, I don't. Like, it's... I, I'm wondering how far, like... If we're going to see his 15-year plan mm-hmm. through. Because I guess if at that point it's 2016 and there's still six more years, 
then we'll be in the year 2022 at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I, I feel like maybe Gunsu will be like put in a tough spot. Like I think he'll maybe want to help Seroyi. Like yeah, maybe he'll um, start working there. I was gonna say I'm curious if he's gonna get hired there because it seems like his current job isn't gonna work out. Mm-hmm. And if Yiso is now working there, she might be like, "Yeah, I'm working at this place now." Mm-hmm. And he'll want to work there because mm-hmm. like, he, he likes, likes her. her. Yep, and he needs a job. And I think she's gonna make those social media accounts. Honestly, if she's got as many followers as she's got, she just needs to do a quick tweet, yeah, <laughs> or a quick like Instagram post or something, and. I'm sure tons of people would be there. Yeah. Um, they kept saying, like, that his bar looked, like, shitty, but I didn't even I think it looked, looked that... cute. Yeah, like, the lights in the window were nice. Yeah, I didn't think it looked, like, run down or anything. Like, it wasn't super exciting, but it also wasn't bad either. Yeah, I mean, it did, it did look a little, like, not stylized. Yeah. Maybe, and, like, the paint colors that they chose were mm-hmm. probably great, but... Mm-hmm. It, it did look like a man, this is sexist, but, like, a man with not a very stylish point of view just, like, created a restaurant. Yeah. Which I guess is what happened. Yeah. But <laughs> it, that was very clear. Well, maybe with her touches, they'll have, like, a really good setup. Yeah, I'm sure, like... My hope is that in the next two episodes, his restaurant, his pub will start to take off. Mm-hmm. Not to where it's, like, super big yet, but to where, like, people are like, oh, have you heard of this place? And, like, yeah. people are going to slowly start working their way over there to check it out. Uh-huh. And then um, President Zhang is going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, I mean, like, they kind of talk about this, but that's kind of what Sue was saying about the location. Like, Itaewon is not for, like, young... Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, young people go there, but, like, uh, there are different neighborhoods where college students go like mm-hmm. Taiwan is more for people in their like mid to late 20s early 30s who are like still young and want to go out but have money mm-hmm. and Seroyi's pub looked like kind of a dive bar where yeah kids would go love a dive bar yeah it's the best <laughs> yeah I feel like if Suwa was a really great person mm-hmm. she would use all the skills that she learned in school and mm-hmm. with her current position and, I mean, you would think she'd maybe have some savings. I don't know. It mm-hmm. seems like she makes a lot of money. Yeah. She seems like she's in a good position. So, I would hope that she would have some savings and then she could leave that place and start working for him mm-hmm. and not worry about being blacklisted or anything. Like, yeah. a fresh start with someone you actually know and trust and, like, mm-hmm. has good values. But it doesn't seem like she's super interested in that. Yeah. I'm wondering what Min Jung will do. Like, mm-hmm. how she'll factor into everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if Kunwan will, like, flip sides, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Like, if he realized, like, his dad is a shithead. Mm-hmm. Um, or if he's just going to be, like, yeah. one of those that just goes down with the Yeah, ship. I don't think... <laughs> I kind of was hoping he would maybe change based off of episode two mm-hmm. with, like, the animal incident and him being really uncomfortable and feeling very guilty about what happened. He doesn't seem to feel guilty anymore. 
to, yeah. sh- to like whisper in his ear, like, "Oh yeah, that was me. I did kill your dad." Like, that was like and a laugh total about scar it. move. Like, yeah, that was really <laughs> fucked up, and it doesn't uh-huh. seem like he has any compassion whatsoever for anyone or anything. Mm-hmm. And oh, I mean, like his dad beat it out of him. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's obvious that like his dad played a major role in how shitty he is now of a person. Mm-hmm. And he's just with his dad all the time. It it just doesn't seem like he's he's in a position to ever change. Yeah. So I kind of don't see that happening. Yeah. But I mean, like, it seems pretty clear that they're going to try to go with Gunsu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or if, like, maybe both sons will be disappointing and they'll try to go with Sua. Like, yeah. I don't know. Which would really be interesting. It seems like the dad likes her a lot more than yeah. Goon. Both of the goons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's yeah. almost like he's been grooming her since she was fresh out of school. Yeah, totally. And, like, Minjun also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Really interesting. Very interesting. I, I am very curious as to what Seroyi's 15-year plan is, because mm-hmm. he mentions the statute of limitations. Yes. But I don't understand how that works. Like, yeah. Because I thought, like, with the statute of limitations, like, you can't charge someone if enough time has passed. So, like, why is he waiting for that to run out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, what yeah, happened? Yeah, sure. Because, like, to me, I was thinking, like, oh, like, maybe double jeopardy? Mm-hmm. Like... But he didn't get charged. Exactly. He didn't get charged. Another guy did. So, I... Like, I'm like, does the statute of limitations mean something else? Possibly. In, in Korea? Because, like... Who knows? Yeah, because, like... From my understanding of it, like, you don't want it to run out because yeah. then you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a set number of years mm-hmm. or sometimes it's, like, there's no statute. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, whatever, whenever you're able to prove it or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. He seems to have really intense plans, though. He does. And, like, whenever he's doing push-ups, there are papers everywhere. <laughs> he's extremely determined, that one. Yes. He's had a lot of time to think about it and plan. That's true. I'm very curious. I'm intrigued. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Did you have an I love you moment these two episodes? I didn't, Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, like, Gunsu just seems like a sweet kid. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's nice that he has a crush on you, so I guess. Yeah, there was no, like, big, like, oh, wow. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I... I feel, you know, it's really interesting because it seems like Kunsu is, like, a sweet kid who has feelings for Yiso, kind of like how Seiroi uh-huh. is, like, a nice guy that has feelings for Sua. Um, uh-huh. I wonder if they're kind of, like, parallels yeah. in that way. Um, especially because also, like, it seems like Kunsu is kind of growing up without the influence of his family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh necessarily uh so that's interesting but yeah i was like fuck when suwa like points out like yeah he's liked me for 10 years and he's like i still like you that's just that almost seemed like a blow to her like yeah oh jesus like and she's still a shitty person to him mm-hmm. um but yeah no real like i love you agreed did you have a fashion um trying to think I have a couple. Like, okay, I liked, I liked Sua's, um, I guess it was, like, plaid, 
uh, yes. ensemble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her, like, asymmetrical skirt. And, yeah, that was cute. And I liked her... Well, you know how I love a scarf. So I liked her outfit as they were running through Itaewon. Mm-hmm. Like, her blazer and vest and scarf. It was, like, very prep school yeah. Ralph Lauren look, but she looked cool. Um, and Yiso just has, like, kind of badass vibes. Yeah. She just has, like, cool young fashion. Yeah. Totally. And I like Hyunyi's hair color. Yeah. Like, silvery green. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm into that. Me too. Um, I noticed that the... uh, Is it Fashion Chingo? Mm Mm-hmm. Fashion Chingo has a page that's all about Itaewon class. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have, like, seven different looks. So cool. Yeah, they look cute. Yeah, I really, I was, like, very close to buying some stuff from there, but then, like, my car got heel damage, <laughs> which is nice, a bummer. Man. I know, and I was like, I probably shouldn't buy stuff until I know how much this is going to cost Honestly, like, I can't tell you how many times I've been online on, like, Yes Style or Fashion Chingu or that unique vintage. Uh-huh. And just been, like, putting things in the cart. Uh-huh. And then I'm just, like... <laughs> no don't do it like uh-huh. you already have a lot of clothes don't do it right now yeah but it's so hard because i see so many cute things and i'm like i want that so bad and then i'm like where the fuck am i gonna wear that to right now i'm not even going anywhere. i know like, i don't need this right that's now. the other thing too it's like, like i'm literally not going anywhere <laughs> yeah like um during quarantine i kind of like i didn't i won't want to say I went crazy but I bought myself a few new pairs of shoes mm-hmm. and I was like I've literally only worn them a couple of times because I am not leaving my house yeah and so I'm like well I have these cute shoes because I guess I thought like well I'm not going anywhere and clothes and whatever like I have enough clothes but I I don't actually buy myself new shoes a lot because yeah. I have a lot of shoes but you know Anyway, that all that's to say is, yeah, Fashion Shingo is really cute. And yes. I, if stuff with my car works out well, <laughs> I will probably be making some purchases. But there's, like, um, a spot on Tebak Box also, which is, like, another one of our partners. And they have, like, cute socks and hoodies and stuff. I'm like, you know, they really love a hoodie. I love a hoodie, too. I, I get know. it. Hoodies are fucking great. I really don't have that many. I have yeah. a couple of... I don't know if I have a hoodie, like, with a hood. I I like sweatshirts, too, so I have yeah. a few of those, but... Yeah. I'm hoping... Man. Cars. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. I want to live in a city where I'm not dependent on a car. Yeah. San Antonio is great, but the bicycle transit is, like, non-existent. And the bus system is... Mm-mm. I feel like, you know, the, the mayor has been talking about, like, improving it, but I don't know. When is that going to happen? Yeah. Like, how many fucking years from now? What they're doing to improve <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So. I would love to buy a bike, but I'm a little too scared to ride a bike. Like, I know how to ride a bike, but I'm scared <laughs> of people on the road, in cars, Yeah. while I'm riding a bike. I get really nervous. 
And so I wouldn't really know where to write it. Like, I couldn't write it to work because it's too far. Right. Um, and then also, like, I'm like, well, I want a good bike. But also, do I want to spend, like, a lot of money on a bike if I'm not sure, like, in the beginning how much I'm going to ride it because like, how comfortable I feel or whatever. So I keep having this back and forth. Well, I'm also, being, like, kind of terrified. There are, like, no bikes available. Mm-hmm. Like, all the stores are sold out of bikes right now. And I don't know if it's because, like, people aren't getting more in because of... Uh, the pandemic, like, if they're just not making bikes right now. Um, But, yeah, I I don't have a bike. I'm on the lookout. I've been sent a few links by, like, because I've been asking people, like, are you selling a bike? Like, where can I get a bike? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, apparently, like, right behind our house, there's a good trail. So if, like, you wanted to ride a bike just for funsies and not to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah. How did this come up? Oh, cars. Hail cars, damage. yeah. Hail damage. <laughs> Money. Yeah. Bummer. Um, what else? I guess that's it. Um, yeah, so if you want to, like, hang out with us online, uh, we are on Twitter at OKDramaPod and on Instagram, OKDramaPodcast, mm-hmm. and you can go to our website, okdrama.com um on there you'll find like all of our episodes and we have some links if you want to support the show um you can make purchases from tip up box and fashion chingu and just like use our links and we will you know get a little something tiny something to pay for caitlin's tail damage (laughs) and and, you know just like the website and Mm -hmm. general podcasty things yeah uh, and what else? I guess that's it. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Mm. Oh, other drama corner. Oh, yeah, go for it. So I started, um, what is that? Mystic Pop-Up Bar. Very good. Did I, did I already talk about this last episode? I don't think. I don't think you did. Okay. Yeah. Um, very good. I like it a lot. And I haven't watched episodes uh, five and six yet because I've had stuff to do. <laughs> but I'm probably going to watch them tonight. And so, like, I'll, I might, like, tweet about it. Um, but, yeah, I am really liking it. And it's one of those things where I'm like, I wish we could do, like, so many dramas because I want to, like, just talk about them all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should have done this one instead. <laughs> I don't know because it's just so good. But, yeah. So if you are also liking Mystic Pop-Up Bar tweet at us and let's talk about it because it's very good and um the like major awards ceremony just happened and um did you do what was i gonna say oh parasite one like naturally yes so (laughs) um yeah oh and i guess iu was nominated for hotel de luna Cool. Yeah. She, another actress one. Mm. Um, but it was just, like, really cool seeing her there with, like, all these, like, very yeah. distingu- distinguished actresses. Because cool. she was, like, the youngest one. But, yeah. Yay, Hotel de Luna. Very good. Good drama. Good mm-hmm. drama. I guess that is it. All right. So, yeah. We will talk to y'all next week about episodes five and six. Mm-hmm. We take one class. Uh, and talk to us on the internet. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, drama.